This is the Out of Bounds Podcast, where we talk all things current in the sports community. Welcome listeners to the first episode of the Out of Bounds Podcast. I am your host Jalen with Jeremiah. This week we're going to be tackling NFL topics. And we're back. So, Jeremiah, the NFL Week 10. We're in Week 10, right? Yep. Tell me, who's your favorite NFL team and why? So I've actually been a Kansas City Chiefs fan since Patrick Mahomes joined the league, and I get a lot of hate for that because everybody thinks I'm a bandwagon. But yeah, um, low key, that's where my brain went. Yeah, no, it's all right. I mean, I'm used to it. My cousin gives me crap because he's a Patriots fan, and I gave him crap for liking Tom Brady because in reality, I lost all respect for Tom Brady whenever he had the whole deflating thing with the footballs. I mean, that's what it's like for me with any professional sports. I respect you until you figure out a way to cheat. So I've been. A, Chiefs fan since Mahomes was drafted. Do you remember the last quarterback that they had before uh, Mahomes? I didn't watch professional football before then. Mm. So, and when I did, I only like paid attention to like maybe a five minutes of the game. So, okay. all right. Is there anything that stood out to you, or any team, or any player from this uh, this previous week? Now that we've completed Week Ten, first one that comes to mind is the Texans Bengals game. T.J. Stroud actually kind of proved that he could be in the MVP conversation. Maybe almost guaranteed Rookie of the Year which I'm kind of surprised about because there was a bunch of talks about how Bryce Young was going to be like the best rookie. And I mean, and that's where my expectations were. I really, I really yeah. thought that, that Bryce was going to have the better opportunity in that division. Yeah. No Tom Brady with the Buccaneers anymore. The saints, who's their starting quarterback? Derek Carr. It's Derek. So they actually had two quarterbacks that played this week. They had Jameis Winston and Derek Carr come and they only combined for like 200 something yards from what I can remember. But I mean, CJ Stroud's proven that he's, one of the best young talents in the league and could be like the next Josh Allen, Trevor Lawrence, Patrick Mahomes, like those guys. I mean, Josh Allen has one of the best like arms in the NFL. He's got, I mean, he can throw deep ball pretty well. I think there's just some more he could add to his game. I mean, the only reason why I like Patrick Mahomes is because he used to play baseball. So he throws a bunch of crazy passes like you saw last yep. season. He was throwing sidearm passes like crazy. Reminds me of a lot. Kyler Murray. Didn't he also play Baseball in college and almost got a contract with uh, Oakland Athletics. Yeah, I think so. I don't. Re- I don't really remember if he, what team that was, but I think I remember hearing about that. But yeah, I really do believe that the Niners are going to be a problem in the NFC this year as long as they can be firing on all cylinders. Because I mean, Rock Party did kind of prove himself a little bit last year of being a third string quarterback, and now he's their starting QB. They got rid of Jimmy Garoppolo. He's, he's not enjoying himself over there in Las Vegas. He got yeah. benched, like, last week. That game against Jacksonville kind of stood out to me, too, because, I mean, once they added Trevor Lawrence, Trav, uh, Travis Etienne. And I'm sure you've been following Trevor Lawrence. He goes all the way back to Clemson. So does Travis Etienne. They <laughs> played together there for three or four years. So, I mean, I kind of have a liking of that team just a little bit because of those guys. But, I mean, then again, looking at the Niners side of that game, they only held them to a field goal the whole game. So that, I mean, that proved that the Niners' defense is just as good as it was when they played the Chiefs how many ever years ago in the Super Bowl. And so. don't get me wrong, Bosa's probably the best defensive player right now, arguably the best defensive player. I got Parsons probably at a strong second. Yeah, I mean, as far as, like, currently I would agree with that. I mean, you got to look at Aaron Donald still. I mean, he is a little bit older than those guys. And he is kind of 
falling off a little bit just because of age and stuff like that. But, I mean, I do agree that Bosa's up there, and then Micah Parsons is still kind of young too. So, I mean, he's probably going to be up there in the next year or two as far as, like, defensive player of the year goes. So, I'm kind of kind of excited to see what the uh, end of the season um, oh, yeah. that, awards that, go to. So. I, I do. The reason I even brought up Bosa is because when we're talking about the 49ers defense moving forward, they're going to have to go through Dallas. Dallas is – they're they're wishy washy. It's never Dallas is here, but it's always <laughs> Dallas is here. Yeah, no, 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 I get you. So they got to go through Dallas. They got to go through Philadelphia. Those are the two teams that really stick out. I know that Detroit is going to be a great team this year. Yeah, their addition to Chase Young on the other side of the A line is going to solidify their run defense. Their pass defense is it's a little sketchy, but like we're still talking about the Niners. Or yes, the Lions, Niners. Yeah, I just yeah. don't. Think that that's a team that you can run over. You can probably you can probably out throw them, but running over them, that's not going to happen. Yeah, and I mean, as far as Austin's offensive side of the ball goes, they have uh, Brandon Ayuk's been performing pretty well. Excellent. I mean, I adding fantasy into this too. I mean, he's on one of my fantasy teams. He's had like three or four weeks so far that he's been top five receiver. And I mean, if they could get Debo Samuel back to how he was last year, I mean, he's he. I think Ayuk's been outperforming him this season as far as production goes. But, I mean, if you could get Debo performing like he was last year and keep Ayuk the way he is now, um, you add CMC to that, and they have George Kittle. I mean, on paper, that team should be the best team in the NFL. Agreed. But, I mean, right now, Eagles are the only team with one loss as far as I'm aware. They just drafted like five or six guys out of Georgia last year after they won the national championship back-to-back years. So, I mean, they basically just solidified their defense even more. Um, so I'm excited to see like how the NFC ends up and also AFC too, because I mean, it's never easy to predict the Super Bowl matchups this early. I mean, obviously there's a little bit of bias for me, but like, I wouldn't be surprised if the Chiefs didn't make it, but I mean, I'm also not going to be surprised if they go back again. So speaking of the AFC and teams that won't be going back, Patriots, um, (laughs) I don't know. You're pretty happy about that. You've never been really a big fan of them but they fall to two and eight now after that loss to the Colts um Mac Jones was benched hot take I don't think they should have drafted Mac Jones that's that's where I'm coming from when the draft was going on I'm not a fan of the Ohio State but I am a fan of Justin Fields and so when Justin Fields was still available during that draft I said okay Bill this is what you need. I know you had a Brady in your life, but with the available choices left, I said he's he's going to pick Mac Jones. That's just the type of coach Bill is. And now here we are two years later, and you're having to bench him because I don't think that Mac Jones was really prepared for the NFL transition. Like his his collegiate level was was good, yeah, but it wasn't it wasn't Patriots level good. I mean, you can't deny the fact that Brady, while he was in, I mean, even when he went to the Bucks, like he was. I mean, I don't know what was going through his head whenever he left the Patriots. I mean, he probably just didn't want to be there because Gronk wasn't there anymore. And I did not believe when that man said, I'm going to Tampa Bay. Tampa, The Tampa Bay Buccaneers had not been on the map. I for, I almost forgot that that was a team. Yeah, me too. And I mean, he the first year he went there, I mean, look what they did. And the and the Packers were slicing teams left and right. I think they were like 13-2 and two that year. Mm-hmm. For, for a good bit, like the, the Packers... I had all my eggs in that basket. Yeah, I mean, and for him to come to be, in and dismantle them like that. Yeah, it used to be like the conversation of like Brady versus Rodgers. Like everybody wanted to see it because those were like the two quarterbacks. The battle who were of the twelve. Best of the time, yeah, battle of twelve. Um, but now, I mean, in reality, looking forward, like especially last year, like 
the new like Brady versus Rogers rivalry rivalry is kind of turning into like Mahomes versus Jalen Hurts now. Mm-hmm. Originally, of course, I'm I'm putting Mahomes at the one. He's he's proven himself. I wanted to put Josh Allen at the two, but Josh Allen is a young Brett Favre. Like that's that's yeah. he's gonna give you some offensive production, but man, he's currently leading the league with turnovers thirteen and leading the league with interceptions eleven yeah. as of as of last night. And I mean, like we were talking about earlier, like Josh Allen's he's got a really good arm. I think he just he was hyped up too much and I think that he's like trying to live up to that hype. And I think he's like just got too much pressure on him because I mean, in reality, you look at his receiver room. You got Stephon Diggs. I mean, you had um, who was the other receiver they had last year? Uh, Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis. And they got that rookie Dalton Kincaid. Yeah, he's been he's been performing just as good as T.J. Hawkinson has. Yeah, and I mean, I think if you gave Josh Allen better receivers, it could fix that problem. But at the same time, he's he's got a big arm he can also run pretty well too i mean yeah. you look at yeah. the guy he doesn't look like he's a running qb same thing with patrick Mahomes. they don't look like they're runners like jalen hurts or kyler murray even justin fields i mean justin fields is probably the third best rushing qb in the league maybe second now and i was looking at the uh nfl top 100 from last year mm-hmm. and the chiefs were the only team that had three in the top 10 it was chris jones at 10 uh travis kelsey was five and Mahomes was one so i mean Again, that was last year. So, like, this year, I mean, the Eagles have proven they're still a top team, only team eight and one. Correct. Um, I think the Chiefs are, like, one of two or three teams that are seven and two. I remember you mentioned um, mobile quarterbacks, and that made me think of Kyler Murray. He returns. He returned this yeah. uh, this previous week, and his team won. The quarterback that they had for him, Josh Dobbs. Yeah, Joshua Dobbs. He actually, so he went to the Vikings Vikings because Jared Goff, or not Jared Goff. uh, Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is hurt. Mm -hmm. So they picked up Joshua Dobbs. Now he's 2-0. Yeah. I I like it. I like it. Me too. I mean, I I never expected that dude coming out of college to be as good as he is, but he's he's kept the Vikings in the run for the playoffs. And you want to know what's the craziest part about this? He does football for fun. He plays NFL professional football for fun. This man is an aerospace engineer. I don't. <laughs> he I works for NASA. That's crazy. <laughs> I mean, you're wearing a NASA shirt right now. You probably knew that. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Whenever I saw that uh, Cousins got hurt, I was like, the Vikings. And then Justin Jefferson's hurt too. Yeah. So like, they don't even have. I mean, Justin Jefferson's probably he's in the if he's in playing, he's the best wide receiver in the NFL. I mean. Going into like receiver room, I mean Tyree kills. Like he went to the Dolphins, and then like the Dolphins are playing really good football. They really year. are. I'm just my thing is too is that like they've played good football in the past. Like they had Dan Marino, like superstar quarterback, didn't win very much while he was there. I mean, you look at Tua. I mean, last year Tua was under throwing Tyree kill like almost every play. Which 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 Tua are we talking about? Are we talking about first half of the season Tua or after or after the injury Tua? Because before he got that concussion, I was worried about the Dolphins like taking it all away. I was. That was a very dangerous, high powered offense. And then they showed that again in that game earlier in the season versus Denver. They almost break the the scoring record. Yeah. And they chose not to. I don't know. I don't know what, what the coach is doing. I mean, but <laughs> hey, more respect to him for choosing the humble route. But isn't the, is Mike McDaniel's their coach? Is that his name? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you look at the Dolphins now, and, like, they're – I think they're top five in the AFC right now. They're mm-hmm. ahead of their division by, like, a game or two, I think. 
Tyreek Hill being the chief, I mean, I am a little upset that he left and went to a different AFC team, but, like, I still like the guy. I mean, he has one of the coolest nicknames in the NFL. I mean, being called a cheetah, I mean, he's the fastest. He Like, he's the fastest receiver in the NFL right yes, now. Yes, yes. This year, don't get me wrong, this year Tua has played so much better football. Like, I've seen people in my fantasy leagues that have him as their quarterback. I've been trying to trade for him because I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> I got Hill on my on my fantasy yeah. team. So, like, the first the first half of the season and, like, up to week 10 still, like, they've proven that they're in the running for one of the best teams in the AFC. We played scrappy football against the Chargers who were – last year, I mean, they were one of the best teams in the AFC. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on over there this year. And you and I thought that when they added Kellen Moore as their offensive coordinator, because Kellen Moore was pulling some tricks out of somewhere when he was when he was the offensive coordinator for Dallas, and mm-hmm. having Dak as your quarterback as opposed to having Justin Herbert as your quarterback and Keenan Allen and Austin Eckler, I feel like Kellen Moore belongs out there where out there in, in Los Angeles. I feel like that's a better setup for him. Um, I don't understand why they're not. Why they're not? Why they haven't won as many as they have? I really thought that him being added as the offensive coordinator would really do something different. Yeah, and then like you look at um, they, I think uh, Khalil Mack was on the Bears a couple yeah. years ago, and then they added him. Mm-hmm. Um, they still have him, don't they? They still have him. He's yeah. on the other side of Bosa. I don't necessarily agree with the fact that defense wins championships because I mean I, the Chiefs proved that. Not having a good defense doesn't matter when you have a high-powering offense. And the thing, too, is that, like, from being a Chiefs fan, I mean, I can sit here and talk about the Chiefs all day, but I'm sure you don't want to do that. <laughs> uh, but, like, going into last year, everybody was, like, talking all, like, a bunch of crap on the Chiefs because they lost Tyree Kill. They're, like, they're not even going to, like, make – like, they might make it past the first round of the playoffs and all this. And they're, like, they got to go up against Josh Allen and the Bills, who have Stephon Diggs and all these guys. And, like, the Bills added Von Miller – their defense. He it was did. on the Rams Super Bowl team the year yes. before that. And then, I mean, I hate to say it, but he's he's up there in age. Honestly, I thought that he was going to be able to convince uh, OBJ because OBJ also was was a free agent after the offseason. Mm-hmm. So when when Vaughn went over to uh, Buffalo, I thought that he was going to reach out to OBJ and be like, "Hey, you know, come over here." That's a that's a piece that we'd like to see. I mean, he's he's doing what he can after he's come back from injury over there with uh, Baltimore. But I just yeah, because he's I mean he's bounced around the league ever since he left um, the Giants. Because I mean back when he was on the Giants, he was, I mean he literally invent like he made oh, the one handed catch like a thing, and like even just me, throw it up to thirteen, he'll be out there. Yeah, I mean even <laughs> like even whenever I was younger watching, whenever I first started watching, like I loved watching him play football because of that play alone. Like and now you see everybody like that plays football for fun. They're always trying to make one handed catches because. He was the one who made that popular. His name. I watched the running back for the uh, Broncos do it last night. Is it Devin Singletary now? Because he used to be on the Bills, but he's not there anymore. Or is it? Your guess is as good as mine. That's that's yeah. how much I don't follow Denver. I just didn't. Ex- <laughs> I didn't even expect them to be like a topic of conversation. But I know that yeah. Wilson was was about to go down, and he tossed the ball out that way. And the guy just kind of casually one hand grabbed him and mm-hmm. continued the run. And I'm like, this is just this is just the norm now. Yeah. And we're back. One thing that like I find extremely interesting is the draft, right? Mm-hmm. You benefit being a good team 
And what I mean by that is, let's think of Carolina, for example. Carolina sucked. Point blank period, Carolina sucked. And so they got the first pick. They got to choose, this is what we need. We're going to get the best player from college, and we're going to put him here. But by being a good team, by being a team that's picking 20 or less, you're already good, and you get to get a good player. Like where you brought up Nick Bolton being mm-hmm. being dropped. Yeah. Like the Chiefs, they, they didn't need the top 10 pick, and they still got a top 10 player. I feel like being a good team in this league really allows you to to pull some sleepers. Like, do you know what number the Lions drafted this um this previous draft? I want to say it was sometime late in the first round, but I mean they added. Uh, I'm sure you're going to talk about Aiden Hutchinson. I am. Yeah, I am. Like as far as like defensive rookies go, he's. I mean he's. Up there. Not I to mean, mention, they also got Jameer Gibbs. Yeah. Their running back is also a rookie. From Alabama. I mean, the dude, again, never been a huge Alabama fan. I mean, that's just because I don't like when the same team is uh, winning constantly. But, like, they've been good for so long. And then, like, everybody's saying that Nick Saban was um, the Bill Belichick of college football. I agree with that. And I, I mean, I do, too. Because, like, Bill Belichick might be like he's in the conversation for best head coach of all time. I mean, you look at um, the Dolphins head coach that they had back in the day; still has the most wins all time. And I think uh, Belichick just got to 300 this season, and the other guy has like 350 something. I can't think of the guy's name right now. Um, again, I didn't watch football, so I don't know too much about the older coaches or anything. So let me know what are your thoughts on college football. Being a football fan, I kind of expected Bryce Young to, like, going back to the the draft, like, I expected Bryce Young to be the better quarterback, and then the Texans take C.J. Stroud out of Ohio State. C.J. Stroud's proven that he, as a rookie, he's outperforming some of the best, like, some of the better quarterbacks in the NFL right now. C.J. Stroud should have won a national championship. Yeah. That game I agree. of Ohio State versus Georgia, where everyone, of course, had Georgia picked to win, their kicker missed the kick. I was so disgusted because my professor at the time was a Georgia fan. And I was like, I'm not worried about Georgia. Georgia's not winning this game. And and Ohio State got right there. They got lined up for the kick and he missed the kick. And I was, that was in the that was in the semifinals. It was. Last year, and right? so because and then, they lost that, Georgia went and played and destroyed TCU. Well, yeah, because, I mean, TCU was an underdog in the playoffs. And then you have Georgia who was, I mean, they were – I think they were second, like ranked second for most of the season. Ohio State was ranked first. So that was, that should have been, like, that was more of a play, like the championship game than mm-hmm. the TCU versus Georgia game. Cause TCU had no chance to beat Georgia. I mean, you look, look at the two teams com- like compared to each other. TCU was an underdog. I mean, I kind of wanted them to win just cause I didn't want Georgia to win back to back. And I actually wanted Ohio State to beat Georgia as well. Um, but then you look at, um, you look at like the matchup between TCU and Georgia. Georgia had the way better team overall. For me, like watching the Ohio State Georgia game, like that was that in my mind that was the national championship because whoever whatever team won that, I knew they were going to go on to win. Mm-hmm. Of course, I wanted it to be Ohio State too. I I mean, being a Clemson fan, it was kind of hard to not see them in the playoffs again. But I mean, every team has their ups and downs. So I mean, you got to stick with them even when they're bad, right? So I mean, like this year they're. I think they're like five and four on the season. They just played Notre Dame and beat them uh, last week. And I mean, they, as of right now, they're not even going to make the playoffs. But I've heard talks about how uh, 
college league is like looking to expand the playoffs. And I mean, if they end up doing that, I think that'd be cool. Like I think it would be more of a challenge for like those better teams to play uh, like more teams in the playoffs. Cause you get to college football playoffs. It's only, there's two games. Yep. You play two games. That's it. You win, you win. Of course the they have all the little bowls off on the side, yeah. but the, the real, yeah. yeah. Cause I mean, bowl games, those are, those are cool and all, but like in reality, like there was one year where Notre Dame was ranked fifth, but because of the competition they played, they couldn't make it into the national championship. You have a five-seeded team has the same record as a four-seeded team, or maybe better. But because of the way that the format of the playoffs for college is, it depends on your schedule. Like that's what determines if you make the playoffs in college. Because I mean, you look at Ohio State and Georgia, they played more ranked teams. But again, you have to look at their schedule. They only played those better teams because they were the best team in their conference. Right, understandable. So. And I know that there was a lot, a hell of a lot of pressure that was put on Colorado this year. Oh, yeah. For Deion Sanders coming mm-hmm. over and coaching that team and bringing all of those students from the HBCU. But let's relax. Let's 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 consider this the same thing as, as Bryce Young going to the Panthers. Like, give them time. Yes, they're good, but they're, they're still in transition. Two, yeah, or three, I mean, two or three years from now? Colorado's coming for blood. Yeah. They just this year they they weren't ready for that. Because I mean, you look at Deion Sanders' son's the starting QB. So I mean there's a little bit of pressure there for him because mm-hmm. his dad's the head coach that he's got to perform well because they got something to prove, right? Because I mean you don't ever you don't usually see a lot of father-son coaching player duo, especially when it comes to being a quarterback, too. Mm-hmm. You don't see that very often anymore. Um and I think Deion Sanders was trying to prove himself that he could be a great coach. Um, I mean, the dude was a beast when he played in the NFL. Like, I've heard so many stories. Like, he's... Prime time is an understatement of a name. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he probably was one of the best defenders of all time when he played. I mean, I wish I would have been alive at a different time to watch professional sports more because, like, even football now has changed so much than it was. I mean, it's not changed as much as basketball, and we'll probably talk about basketball in a different episode, too. gotcha. But, I mean, like... Even back then, like, football was completely different than it is now. Like, there's just been so many changes in the rules and stuff. And then, like, football is still fun to watch. But, like, I think it would have been cool to, like, watch Tom Brady as a rookie. And then, like, watching, like, Dan Marino. And then, like, the whole, like, Breeze, like, Drew Breeze whenever he was younger. Because, I mean, we saw him play for a few years while he was in his older, like, older age. But, like, you saw what happened with the Saints after he retired. Certain people can't even note the fact that he was a Charger at one point. Exactly, I know. It's weird. Because, like, even sometimes I forget. I'm like, <laughs> I only know him as a Saints QB because, yeah. I mean, he. when you're born in a different time, you don't, you're don't. you not used to that. Because, like, I was born in 2001, so he was still on the Chargers back then from what I, from what mm-hmm. I remember. He went to the Saints in, like, 05, I think. Sounds about right. And, like, I didn't pay attention to professional football back then because I was too young. Right. I was four years old whenever he switched teams. I was a four-year-old going to know that much about football. I happened to be playing for the St. Charles Patriots <laughs> when I was, like, eight or nine. So around 2009, 2010. Yeah. Because I was also born in 01. Um, and because I was a Patriot, I mean, he was like, oh, my football team is the Patriots. And it just so happened, that's how I got introduced to Tom Brady. And then yeah. it was just, like, dominant from there. But yeah, again, like I can't deny the fact that Tom Brady's the best quarterback of all time. I'll, I'll, I'll stand on that. Even though I didn't necessarily like the guy, you can't deny the stats. So that's how I am with Mahomes right now. 
All right. And while I know we could talk about sports, football, anything along that stature for hours on end, this brings us to the end of the episode. Tune in next time. And for those of you who made it this far, as always, thank you for your time. <laughs>